Welcome to What's Your Story Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Story. On this pod, I sit down with people of color leaders to understand how they've been able to use their superpowers to make an impact on our world. And I do it one story at a time. This week's pod is a bit of an early holiday gift as I'm going to wrap up season three for this year and look back on the 36 conversations that I was fortunate to have. And I say fortunate because I was able to speak to a mixture of family, friends, some that I've known almost over two decades and new friends that I met literally before jumping on the podcast. And as I look back over this labor of love that has grown into this will, this actually will be my 95th episode. It's just not lost on me, the grace and the transparency and the, and the authenticity that every single guest has brought. And I just feel very fortunate one that they've entrusted me with sharing their story and, and many of them have shared both on the podcast, but also off how they didn't expect to be as open with, with sharing the story as possible. And, and so I, I just know that this isn't something that is, that is expected. It's not something that's given. And I just really appreciate that. So as my gift back, I want to make sure that I'm capturing all of those nuggets that they're sharing with me throughout the episodes to be able to synthesize those for you and hopefully you go back and, and listen to the full conversations, but I know we're all busy people. We, we have a lot going on, especially this time of year. So I want to spend a little bit of time just unpacking some themes that I heard throughout this season. So there's only five. Uh, I've tried to bucket them into broad enough categories that I, I capture every single nugget that uh, was, was, was brought through the discussions, but also I wanted to be specific because I don't, I don't want it to be generalities that maybe don't have as much of an impact on you. So I'll start with the first one, which is, which is obvious to me, but I, I think it really came through a number of the discussions that I had this year, but it was really around curiosity. And, and more important, many guests talked about how they followed their curiosity, even when they didn't know where it was going to take them. And even if they didn't feel like it was going where they thought it should be going, they just kept walking. And over the course of their journey, it actually opened up what they were supposed to see, where they were supposed to be. And I think that this just really enhanced their perspective because they, they got off of the you know, proverbial journey that was preset that people told them they're supposed to do. And they, and they went after that, that natural curiosity, which it actually became a differentiator in their life and, and in business. And I think the other thing is that's related to curiosity is it allows you to separate what you do from who you are. So in my conversation with Mikhail Thomas, he really hit in on this of we as people can sometimes associate the title or associate what we uh, have chosen as a selected profession with with who we are, and, and unfortunately, when you do that, it's very it's very difficult to separate yourself from the outcomes. And so, when the, when the wins are good, it's like great that was a win. But when you know the, the outcome isn't necessarily what you wanted, we take that as a direct hit on on who we are as a person. And and I, and what I heard a, a number of people really you know talk about this, and, and and a lot of it came from some of the the former athletes, where you know the wins are the wins but the losses are data. 
and that data can be used to get to a future win. So it just really stood out to me that the people that were curious and, and follow that curiosity definitely extended their capabilities and extended their experiences into new territories. The, the next one, again, it, it, it feels obvious, but really focusing in on rest. And in my conversation with, with Brenda Harrington, she, she gave this great uh, perspective on that, that life isn't a dress rehearsal and we can't just go through the motions. We, and we have to really understand that one rest is not something that you earn by doing a lot of work, but, but rest is actually required to do the work and giving yourself that space for recovery and, and recharging so that you can bring that energy that's needed in those situations where we want to perform. And for, for me, this really stood out because, you know, I, I frequently think about the idea of you can't pour from an empty cup. And I think a lot of us want to give our all and we want to be as impactful both personally and professionally, but giving yourself that flexibility to know that you, you ultimately do need to build in rest. And, you know, one of the, one of the things that, um, you know, really stood out to me was this, this idea that life doesn't have to be perfect to exceed all of your dreams. And I, I think we can sometimes have this idea of who we're supposed to be or this idea of what we're supposed to be doing or, you know, where we should have been at this point in our journey. And we hold it up to this, this, this kind of this ideal or the, this perfect scenario. But what we fail to realize is you don't, you don't have to be perfect and you can still go beyond what you probably would have ever thought for yourself and, and those around you. And, and, and lastly, just how the, the safety that is created by being rested allows for transformation and, and just being able to, in my conversation with Patrice Ford Lynn, she, she, she talked about her superpower being able to create safety around her clients. And I think we can sometimes not realize that when we don't, when we don't have that rest, we don't have the time of recovery, we're going into environments, not, not being fully safe, not being fully recharged, able to deliver. And that it's, it's actually a segue into the, the third takeaway for me. And, and the theme is really around community, but it, but there's layers to it. And I'll, I'll start at the, the core of it. Um, one thing that, that came through a number of the discussions was really talking about the partner that you choose to do life with being the most important decision you'll ever make. And it, it makes it makes a lot of sense, obviously, because that's the person that you're setting life goals with. That's the person that you're agreeing to what quality of life you're going to you're going to seek to implement. That's the person that you're building a family with. Um, but I also think about it through the lens of someone that has your back and then someone that can support you when you need that push, the person that knows you better than you know yourself so that they can challenge you when you need to be challenged to go outside that comfort zone. And, and just thinking about how do you create that teamwork that really ultimately allows your capabilities, your skill set, your superpowers to work off of each other. And you move beyond just operating as this idea of one person into how can we operate as a team to reach this goal together? The Taking a little bit step further to the family, one of the things that a few people actually shared was the importance of bringing your family into your professional journey so that they can understand why are you making the decisions that you're making? And a lot of times we're, we're forced to make tough decisions on where we spend our time, where we show up. And without that context, I think our family members cannot fully understand 
what are the things we're debating? What are the things we're evaluating? Why was, why was it a decision to spend more time in one particular facet of your life where they may have wanted you to spend it elsewhere? And that's both for your, your immediate family, but also for your extended family, because a lot of times we're, we're sitting in rooms that many of our family members don't, don't fully understand. And so you have to bring them into that so they can actually be supportive as possible, but also understand when those tough decisions come. Why are you making those tough decisions? And then that that goes even you know further out to your you know your broader community of that extended family and those uh, that you surround yourself with, and really focusing in on how do you create as many moments that matter with those in your community as possible, and and that really becoming the measure of success because that that's ultimately what we're gonna where we're gonna look back on, that's what we're gonna fondly remember the time spent. And in, in my conversation with Laura Knight, she, she talked about, we, we sometimes get so focused on networking, but not thinking about it as networking for networking to have a long list of contacts, but more so how can you build a community of people in your network and how do you establish those relationships that are actually going to last beyond your presence in that group or your presence in that organization and, and really think about community in that aspect. So I, I think there's, there's multi layers to community that were, were hit on this year that just really spoke to the importance of having that community. A lot of my guests talked about how their community really created the path for them to reach where they are today, but also with being intentional about how you're establishing that community that you can pour into. And, with that segue pouring into I, the the fourth area that that became very apparent as a theme throughout the season was this idea of investing and and again not not investing from a perspective of dollars and cents but how can you invest in someone else how can you invest in another person and what what was shared throughout is this idea that we don't understand what the encouragement that we may provide to another person that lasting impact that it can have in someone's life and how that little, what may be a a small token of our time or our energy can actually push them into a space. And it has a ripple effect that goes beyond the short time that we spent together. Uh, And, and really thinking about how do we ensure that the things we're touching, we we push them into a space that they go on to do things beyond what we even realized or, or recognized. And, you know, this really comes down to never underestimating the impact of your voice, never underestimating the impact of the words that you choose to share with someone, because ultimately the world needs to hear all of our voices. We all have unique lived experiences. We've all collected these different superpowers and, and understandings and, and perspectives. And if we're not using our voice to share that, we're actually not investing in that, that next person that's going to take it even further. And then I, I think just not underestimating how you individually could have an impact that's going to have a generational change. How can you do something that's going to ensure the person that comes after us is actually in a better off position? And, and again, see, seeing these as investments, the same way you would with your with your stock portfolio or, you know, your, your 401k, you're, you're investing such that you can reap a return. I think there's a way for us to invest as a community in certain areas so that return pays back to to all of us. And then the last one is really around diversity. And, and I I think given the conversations I've had with the individuals have it, it's not surprising that diversity comes up, but this is a little bit of different take on diversity because I think we can sometimes think about diversity as what we see or diversity as in in who's invited in the conversation. But in my conversations this season, there was this 
focus on intentional diversity where people were surrounding themselves in diverse environments and they were they were following their diverse interest and it gave them the opportunity to not only build diverse relationships which we all benefit from but it actually helped them to thrive in different environments and and sometimes to even thrive in ambiguous environments and, and situations and there was also a, a thread of just expanding the different sources of inputs, how that actually helps you expand your toolkit of capabilities. Uh, and in, in the in the very first conversation with Dr. Marcus Collins, he really talked about how he's building a portfolio career, which I, I love the idea of this because we're not all one thing. And, and going back to you know separating who you are from what you do, being able to think about it as a portfolio of interests that you want to pursue and you want to understand how you can, you know, expand your curiosity around those. I, I just think that we sometimes don't give ourselves that fluidity to be able to show up in different ways, to have different interests and to see how one interest in one particular may not feel connected, but it can change how we show up. And so a lot of this typically comes through the, the lens of creativity uh, and having creative outlets or having uh, ways to express yourself that you can bring into more, I would say, logic-based interest and in how those two things can really help balance each other. But there was, there was a, a consistent thread across many of the discussions where people were very intentional about the diversity of their interests diversity of their experiences, diversity of their environments that they put themselves in and how they benefited from that on the other end. So those are my, those are my five takeaways, remaining curious, ensuring that we get rest, building community, investing in the next generation, investing in that community. And then lastly, just remaining uh, focused on how do we intentionally diversify our interests, our perspectives and our environments. I want to thank all the folks that listen to this podcast this season. I know there's a lot of new people that came in uh, and heard a lot of great discussions, learned from a lot of the stories that I was able to um, to hear and, and, and put on this platform. I, I definitely want to thank all of my guests. Uh, as, as I mentioned, just having you know, family come on, having friends that I haven't spoken to in a, in a very long time tell, tell me how they've continued to push forward and, and the things they've done. And, and again, meet, meeting so many new people uh, and learning from their stories instantly. Um, I just really appreciate that. And then, and then I, I just want to thank my family because as we all know, there's, there's only so many hours in the day, so many, so many minutes in the hours and being able to step away to have these conversations is is something that I get energy out of it it's almost a recovery period for me I'm also learning so much and I, I'm just I'm just thankful for them allowing me the opportunity to have the time to do this because I I know that there's so many other things that I, I probably could be doing with our little ones or so many things my my wife and I could be doing but I, I do think that it's making a difference in who I am as a person I think it's making a difference in my impact in this world and so I just appreciate them. So that's it for season three. Be on the lookout for season four in January. Already in the lab having a number of these conversations and, and getting ready for it. I, I, I look forward to continuing to learn. I have to continue to use my platform to share amazing stories of amazing individuals that have had these unique lived experiences and they've developed these superpowers that we can all 
learn from and, and hopefully uh, see how we ourselves have similar or, or even different superpowers. Until next time, I encourage you as always to continue to share your story. It's so important, not only for you, but for others to hear your story. And if you have any feedback or any comments about any of the podcasts, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach me at all of the social channels at Matt E. Story, or you can go to my website, www.mattestory.com. 